This is the best of daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Go to jfbelievers.com for more information. Gospel of John, chapter 8. Verse 25, they said therefore to him, Who are you? And Jesus said to them, Just what I have been saying to you from the beginning. Now is it me or is this verse actually to be heard like this? Who are you? Because certainly throughout history that question has been asked a million times. Perhaps as many ways as times it has been spoken. It is a question so crucial, for in the answer lies both life and eternity. For these who asked it that day, it was truly an incredulous question. Christ had been overly clear from the beginning. We certainly could write this off as a period piece, just a, you know, past moment in history, except for the fact that it's still being asked so often today. You see, the problem is, if one acknowledges acknowledges Jesus as the Messiah and God in flesh, that we acknowledge him as the answer to the ills of this world, the bridge between perfect deity and corrupt mankind, well, then we therefore admit our accountability to him. So, we just keep asking the questions. And, of course, covering our eyes and plugging our ears to the response. Oh, we like the asking. We just don't really want an answer. A lot of folks, young and old, fit into this category. We feign the cosmic search for the great answers of life. When the truth is, we have no real desire to know them. For to have the answers would call us into the realm of accountability. And frankly, that's one thing we really don't want. We instead just want blissful ignorance. But the truth is, ignorance is about as blissful (laughs) as running blind in a china shop. Verse 26 going on, we read, I have many things to speak and to judge concerning you. However, he who sent me is true, and the things which I heard from him, these I say to the world. They didn't understand that he spoke to them about the Father. They didn't understand, quote-unquote. You know, I'm constantly amazed at just how blinding pride and self-righteousness are. They affect is truly beyond words. Nothing keeps us more from the truth than these. They cause a deep depth of blindness that is beyond any enemy we face. Such blindness is so deep that one fails even to know that he is blind. (laughs) Think of it. I mean, can there be any greater insidious trap? The perfect mousetrap, caught and unaware. How do we know if we are such a blind mouse? Well, for one thing, that can't be masked if one is truly trapped. I mean, he's going nowhere, and that's easily seen by everyone. 
Sadly, even that truth is slow in coming to the individual. It's kind of a realization that comes to us like the dawn, <laughs> slow and subtle. It's a truth that sometimes takes months, years even. And sometimes, maybe even a lifetime. Verse 28 says, Jesus therefore said to them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am He, for I do nothing of myself. But as my Father taught me, I say these things. The world today continues to debate endless questions concerning this Jesus. But you know, it seems for the most part, when it comes to the cross, the world gets very quiet. The people would, once and for all, try to put an end to this man. Yet like the soldier that stood at the foot of the cross, they too would eventually realize that this was the Son of God. They would know it by the earthquake and by the darkness, but most of all they would know it through his bodily resurrection from the dead. And us, we know it all for the same reasons. Our own personal earthquakes, the darkness all around us, and the light that he is in the midst of all of it. Satan recognized him as the son of God in the wilderness of Tempting. The demons recognized him too in Matthew 8.29 and Mark 3.11. Those in the boat after Jesus calmed the seas says, you're truly the son of God. Nathaniel burned it out, Rabbi, you are the son of God. Martha knew it. She said, I've come to believe that you are the Christ, God's son. Yet, we know back in Matthew 26, the high priest was still asking, tell us if you are the Christ, the son of God. Hmm. When you lift up the son of God, you will know that I am he. And let us note the word he is not in the original text. Actually, it simply reads, you will know that I am. Verse 29 says, He who sent me is with me. The Father hasn't left me alone, for I always do the things that are pleasing to him. And he spoke these things. Many believed in him. So out of the pack of humanity, there would be, there will be, even yet today, those who will believe. Those who will believe not just of him, like so many that are filling the pews of America this morning, but will believe in him. For to believe in him is to throw our lives to his feet in surrender. The question is, where do we all stand in respect to the cross today? Are we those standing back at a distance from the cross? Only watching it all unfold from a distance? Or are we the soldier at the feet of Jesus at the foot of the cross saying, Surely this was, and this is the Son of God. Because you know what? Believing of Jesus gets us to church on Easter Sunday. Believing in Jesus gets us eternal life. How do we really know which we are in truth? Well, in a world that preaches the gospel of doing to please ourselves, 
child of God is out living lives, quote, to do things that please him, end quote. And really nothing could be more succinctly clear. So I ask you, on which side of the cross do you stand to? That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.